It is Correct Opinions on Wrestling. I'm George. I'm Melissa. And this is the first ever retro review of the first ever AEW Dynamite taking place on October 2nd, 2019 from Washington, D.C. Crowd was sold out of 14,000 plus strong. And a crowd of 14,000 people is kind of nuts to think about now. It was really weird to see. Really weird. Um, on commentary, you got JR and Excalibur and Tony Schiavone, and they're painting the crowd, and Jay and Silent Bob are in the front row. Weird. So there's that. But yeah, it was just really strange to see a massive crowd of people. I miss it. I do miss it. I do too. Um, t- to start, they go over some of the matches on the card tonight. We've got Pac versus Hangman Page. It's Pac pack and why are you we're gonna go through all the matches when we talk about them well then forget people it. don't need a preview on a review show people need a preview of the review no they don't all right reviews first match we have cody coming out too much pyro off the bat he comes out with brandy now it is a ridiculous entrance but i do have to say it is the first entrance on their first show so i guess then it made sense but you made the point, too, that it's kind of funny to go back and watch this now and watch the reaction of people to Cody with all the shit these two have pulled since. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what the crowd's reaction is to Cody when crowds come back. Because I don't think it's going to be the same at all. And, but and, I, may, I don't know. Maybe I'll be surprised. Maybe. Maybe um, people are still on board. And it's real interesting, too, because Sammy was getting booed hard during this match. Well, yeah, he's supposed to be the bad guy. Well, all right. And Sammy comes out with his panda gimmick on, and I do miss the panda gimmick. He's got, like, the little panda hood. And uh, Aubrey Edwards is the ref. And I remember seeing this first episode, and I still remembered right before I watched it how impressed I was with Sammy. Like, this first match, I thought Sammy is a star. And I was just as impressed seeing it again. I thought he was great. Sammy comes out. He gives his little smirk and his little pose. Cody condescends to him. Yeah. I'll just go over, like, little things I I noted. At one point, Brandy gets Tope suiciden. Which is hilarious. That That is great. I did like seeing that. <laughs> Again, are you telling me that when the crowds come back, they're not going to cheer the fuck out of that? I I really will be interested to see how the crowds react to these two. Um, There's a great reverse suplex off the top. Uh, Cody does on Sammy. There's a near fall. There's a great Spanish fly done by Sammy on Cody. Another there, near fall. There's a trio of flips. Two from on the feet under Sammy's own power. Mm-hmm. That was genuinely something I had never seen before. I can't imagine what it takes to do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, well, I <laughs> thought we're trading shots here. <laughs> I'm already ready to say how it ended. Oh, well, What else do you want to say about it? Or okay, we'll just have dead air then. I love dead air. Um, okay. Sammy does a moonsault off the top rope. Cody gets his knees up. Counters. Gets rolled up. That's the end of the match. 
This... Cody gets the first win on the first Dynamite. And in retrospect, of course he fucking does. Oh my god, don't be hateful already. This... We just started. This this happened last year. You can't be still mad My about it. My hate has a time machine. No. Then we, there's going to be an in-ring interview. Cody's going to talk to Shivani. Sammy comes back in the ring. Hits Cody. But they do their little handshake. The whole, like, I respect you, bro handshake. But then who comes up from behind? Chris Jericho. Chris fucking Jericho. And as JR says, he beats him like a government mule. He sure does. A chair shot at ringside. A long-ass beating. Followed... All through the commercial. Yeah, all through the commercial. Powerbomb yeah. on two chairs. Mm-hmm. And I want to say it's hilarious to me. Nobody comes out to help. No, Even from the beginning, nobody like Cody. Nobody comes out to help him as through an entire commercial break, Jericho just beats him like a government mule, whatever the it. hell that means. And uh, yeah, at the end, he grabs a microphone he says he's le champion. Oh, and also this is where he grabs the cameras and does like the selfies. Yes. Doing his whole Jericho thing. Yeah, that was really great. He straight up clowns on Cody is what I put here because that's what it was. He clowns on him? He clowns on him. Is that a term you use? That, that's a, ter- that, that's a term. I've never heard you Look say it up. that. I've Do never heard Google. you say that. Well, you're hearing it now. Gross. Okay. <laughs> Next match. Can I just say real quick before we get out of here? Cody got real weepy in the ring with Tony during that post-match interview. And looking back on this, this just didn't work for me. It definitely worked during the uh, Cody-Dustin match. That was genuine. You didn't think this was genuine? I thought it was just... I think it was genuine. All right. maybe, Maybe I'm going too hard on Cody, but... I gotta do something. He can't challenge for the Studs and Duds title anymore, so. Moving on. Moving on. Next match Cutler versus MJF. Probably the biggest match Cutler has had ever or since. Yeah. Um, MJF comes out on the mic, introduces himself. It is pure gold. Calls the audience poor. <laughs> Questions whether they can read. Um, Three minutes, first time on national television, and he's an instant star. Yeah. He's, yeah, it was great. The fact that he can make you care so quickly. Make you hate him, but also kind of like him at the same time. And at one point during this match, I thought this was jarring. This happened this week, too, with Tony Schiavone. But he says he wants Cutler to shut this little prick's mouth. Ooh. And I thought that was jarring and strange. Why is it always creepy when Tony Schiavone says stuff like that? I don't know. I, I don't know. It's just jarring. Like, ah, all right. If that's what you want to go with. And during this match, of course, we have the move that arguably ended his career as a serious wrestler on Dynamite. The botch. Yeah, he's just, like, climbing the ropes in the corner, and his foot slips, and he stings his knee, and... Tweaks it. He's a little limpy, and, uh... Go right to the finish. Yeah, yeah, after that, they did go right to the finish. Um, MJF does the salt of the earth, Cutler taps out, and, uh... Poor, poor Cutler. I feel so bad for people when they botch. Cutler's career got salted here to where nothing can grow. 
He's done. I mean, I feel like you should really sympathize with these people because you're the person who falls going upstairs. But I'm... True story. And I almost lost Multiple my... Multiple times. And I had a free soda from a convenience <laughs> store in my hand at the time, and I almost lost it. <laughs> but God split the difference, let me keep my soda, lost my shoe. <laughs> but I'm not on national TV. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying you should at least sympathize with this. I do. I feel kind of bad for him. I feel so bad when this happens to people, because, like, how often in your life, the average person, do you do dumb fucking shit? It's like every day. And this gets immortalized for these people on television forever. If half the dumb shit I did got immortalized on social media growing up, I'd probably kill myself. Probably. I mean, it's the first time he's probably ever been on actual television. Yeah. I mean... I get the nerves. Okay, and not to be mean, I don't think Cutler was ever going to be... He's not main event level. A star. Right. But it is sad that he got this chance and he made a fool of himself. Sure, sure. So that was that match. That happened. And then we go to uh, Jay and Silent Bob at ringside. Yeah, Chris Van Vliet is actually doing the interview, which I didn't even remember him being on there. And I also wonder, like, why doesn't he still work with them? But uh, Talking about Jericho's role in the... Jay and Silent Bob movie coming out around this time. Yeah. It was real weird. I I, I didn't like it. Yeah. I, I mean, it was what it was. But then it T got weirder. TH2 comes out. Why the fuck does TH2 come out to yell at Jay and Silent Bob? I don't. I don't even know what Jack Evans is saying. He's just screeching. And then Private Party come in through the crowd to give Jay and Silent Bob drinks. And that's, and that's the end. This is a big, weird, nothing of a <laughs> it was segment. so weird because they were like, oh, you know, private party here to save the day. But they didn't even do anything. They didn't stop the fight. They just handed them two drinks. I thought it was really weird they went with Jay and Silent Bob. Like, Why? I, I, I don't know. Like, I just feel like this was such a weird choice. Wait, like, why? It's because Jericho did a movie with him. That makes sense. But did this really need to be on the show? Yeah, why not? All right, I don't, I don't Mainstream, you gotta put mainstream. What is there to fight about? Jericho was in their movie, and they wanted to promote their movie. Well, thank God it was quick. Oh, my God. <laughs> Next match. No, no, no. Oh, it's not wait, a match. wait, not match. Oh, baby, okay. Next. Cringe. Pure no. cringe. I have many things to say about this. Oof. Next, we have an SCU bit. Because they're in D.C., SCU is in front of the White House. Oh. Scorpio Sky is doing an Obama impression. Kazarian and Daniels are supposed to be Secret Service. And they do their, this is the worst town I've ever been in bit. And DC kind of sucks, let's be honest. So, so far I'm with them, but continue. And, uh, I've been to worse places. And, uh, I'll just, I'll just get right into it. Daniels does a, a little rap. Can you quote that rap back to us? I did. I, I took a note of it. All right, but you got to do it like he did it. You can't just No, it. no, I'm reading it. No. I'm, no, I'm not doing it. I don't have that kind of swag. <laughs> anyway, three bad brothers from across the way. The way? When you see us come strutting, 
three letters you say. What do you say? Are SCU. <sighs> oh my god, it was, it was hilarious. But I do have to say something about this. I just feel like when AEW started, SCU was having such a good time. And when I compare how they are now to how they were then, I feel like the light has died. Oh, they're dead inside. They don't they don't seem like they're having fun like they were before. It's not as silly. Like, they were... Scorpio Sky was so... Because they go back to uh, to uh, the ring. And SCU's at the top of the ramp talking to Shivani. And Scorpio Sky is so, like, ridiculous the way he's acting. And I just feel like, man, they were having such a good time. I can see that. Now they seem like a completely different team. Yeah, not in a good way. Yeah. I wish they were still having as good of a time. But Even if it means Daniels is doing his little raps, I'm fine with it. Dad raps. Dad raps. Don't move around so much. So, during this on the ramp, the Lucha Brothers come out, and they're in suits. Yeah, Lucha suits. Lucha suits. Not Lucha suits. Lucha Lutes. wrestlers in suits. Yeah, would that be called Lutes? Lutes. And they come out, they talk about how they're the best tag team in the universe. Oh, damn. And I do agree with that. That's I think bigger that's, than the world. I think that's a fact. And uh, they do a little brawl. Mm-hmm. A little brawl. But what I thought... people. What I came away with this is the question, why don't the Lucha Brothers ever get to talk? That's a good point. Because they why? talked here, and it was great. And I just... Why don't they get to ever talk? I don't know. I don't either. Do you know? Let us know in the comments below. More Lucha Brothers... All the time. That's what, that's what I have to say about that. So that segment ends and we go to Hangman versus... Pac. Pac. It's Pac. It's Pac. You say Pac, I say Pac, but Pac. And I just gotta say here, one choice that I pray comes back, maybe he saves it for the big shows, Hangman with the chaps. Oh baby, the assless chaps. Love them. And also we have, and this was a big deal at the time... The ref was Earl Hebner. You remember what a big deal that was? Why can they please bring that man back? Wait, what's he? What's he doing? I don't. I don't know. But where is he now? I thought it was just like COVID thing. I hope it is. I don't know. I would love to see him be a fixture on the show, but if it's a COVID thing, I understand. And I guess at this time, it's so. I'm so much more invested in Hangman than I was on the first episode because I remember then I didn't really give a shit about Hangman. But now I'm, like, pretty invested in Hangman. What? I mean, we we were there for the Hangman-Jericho title match. And it was like, okay, it's cool that we're here. But that was a weird main event at the time. Yeah, because, like, I didn't know who Hangman was. I didn't know why I should care. But now... He got to go for the title. And I'm like, okay, sure. It's going to Jericho anyway. But now you'd be fucking thrilled to watch a Hangman-Jericho match live. I would. So during this match, we got a cowboy shit chant. So weird to hear a crowd chanting again. Yes. Um, oh man, Pack does a 450 splash. Oof. Ooh, near fallen Hangman. Um, uh, Hangman, as the commentators say, flapjacks Pack <laughs> for a near fall. At one point, Hangman dives at Pack in the corner. He moves. He hits his shoulder so hard on the ring post, it weirded me out. This was right before the picture-in-picture? Picture? Yeah, okay. I think so. P 
Paige gave a crazy spine buster to him. That looked like it really hurt. I don't know if it really did, but it looked good. I'm sure it did. He did a crazy backflip onto Pack. Onto the floor. Mm-hmm. Pack back kicks to his nuts. He'll I actually kick have that written the, done. He'll kick to the dick. Written down, done, down. He hits the blackout. Black arrow. Black arrow? Mm-hmm. Blackout okay. is I Lance her. Archer. Ah. Does a black arrow. Does a brutalizer. Gets the win. Ref's call for the bell. I gotta say, I miss Pack. Ugh. I miss Pack so much. I feel like AEW needs him right now. AEW I is... feel like there's an empty spot in AEW right now. They are really lacking incredible heels. And I know that's going to change with the elite kind of all turning at once. But you're right. He he is missed. I miss Pack. Come back, Pack. Please. Oh, he is so fucking talented. I miss him. I agree. Oh, okay, that's over. Next, we have Britt Baker come out to commentary. And this is fucking weird because Britt Baker's a star now that she's turned heel. This is in that weird period where they were still trying to build her up as a face to be the driver of the women's division. Yikes, was that unsuccessful. And I'll tell you, at this time now, if she's on commentary, I'm interested. It's entertaining. Not so much here. Woof. Don't ever make her a good guy, please. Please, no. So, she's at the commentary because we have what is my fucking match of the night. Oh. Nyla Rose. Yeah, you're right. Winner of the Casino Battle Royale versus Riho to see who will be AEW's first champion. And god damn, I remember this being amazing. It's just as amazing as I remembered it. Tony Khan, why didn't you buy stardom? This is the best women's match that has ever been on AEW. Period. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so many entertaining things happened. Nyla sets up chairs on the outside of the ring. Riho's laying on them. Nyla does a cannonball off the apron. And fucking Mrs. Riho hits the chairs. Riho does a double stomp. Stomps her right after that. On fucking commercial break. She gets her into a cross face. Oh, I know that's not where I was going. Oh, go ahead. On a commercial break, Riho is hanging by her waist on the top rope. Nyla jumps off the turnbuckle and knee strikes her. During the fucking commercial break, people are standing in the crowd. Like, they keep showing shots of the crowd and people are covering their mouths. They're standing... Could you imagine if you brought crowds back tomorrow, hypothetically, could you imagine people being invested in any women's match in AEW right now? Fuck no. And after seeing this match, I swear to God, like, I just feel like I've been too tolerant of the shit they've been giving me. Honestly, it's because, like, I feel like AEW has done such a bad job that I have such sympathy for the female wrestlers. But I feel like this is a good match, and everything else I've seen has been terrible. They really fucked up not buying stardom. 
Oh my god. And I get that AEW isn't WCW where they're just going to throw a ridiculous amount of money at anyone who's ever been on television. But that would have been a good investment. They honestly they fucking need it. Oh my god, the fans are freaking out. Uh Riho kicks out after a Death Valley driver. Um Riho suplexes Nyla off the Jesus. top rope. Near fall. Say that again. Because I, I don't think people are going to believe it. Riho. Riho. The small, tiny, weighs 100 pounds soaking wet. Probably not even. Suplexes Nyla off the top rope. God damn. Riho knee strikes for the win. I swear to God, <sighs> I almost cried. This was so good. Riho was so happy. Oh my god, it was so fucking good, and the crowd's freaking out, and I feel like this is wrestling at its best, where you you can have someone who's super tiny wrestle someone much larger, but that's the beauty of storytelling, if you can make people suspend disbelief. You believe it. You believe that this tiny little fucking wrestler can beat someone who's probably three times her fucking size. It was so good. Oh my god. It it was just great. Nakazawa comes out to interview her after she's given the belt. Nyla comes up, attacks. Power bombs him. Power bombs Nakazawa. And then, you want to talk about almost weeping. I almost wept tears of joy because it was so good. Who comes out to save Riho but Kenny Omega? Oh my god. Ugh. I just say I want Riho back. I want a I want a fucking Riho toy. Oh, Riho toy. Fuck Brandy having a toy. Where's my goddamn Riho toy? But you don't want your little brand brand that we no. have on back order, back order. I want my Riho toy with a little fucking belt. Oh, a little belt. I want a Nyla toy. Give me with a little belt that she wears like a necklace. That belt is so fucking tiny. That belt is tiny. Well, they probably made it tiny because at the time the plan was to have all the Japanese women come over and actually make this division be fucking something. I feel like this really showed, this match showed how talented fucking Nyla Rose is. I'm pissed they ever took it off Nyla. They could right now, Nyla could still have the belt and she could be billed as an unstoppable force. But instead they gave it to Sheeta and I will never understand why. Because she's Kenny Omega's girlfriend. Is that true? Or someone he's had sex with. Ew, how do you know? Because that's, that, that's the tea. I keep Is that track. the tea? That's the tea on that. Well, that's unconfirmed. I don't know. Doesn't matter. She did, gives me nothing. Nyla Rose. <sighs> I don't know what they're doing with her now. I don't even want to get into it. It sucks. Who takes the belt off Sheeta? Is it Brit? It's got to be Brit. I want it to be Thunder Rosa. It's not going to be Thunder Rosa. Why the fuck not? Because you just know with this company that's not going to be Thunder Rosa. What do you mean with this company? What's that supposed to mean? I, I feel like Thunder Rosa is still viewed as like an outside. Honestly, though, I'd rather Britt Baker have it than Cheetah. That would be a strong. I then... would rather that because at least that's giving me something. And then who takes it off her? I don't give a rat's ass. Oh, God. It's Honestly, be with, Brandy. The women's, with the women's division, I don't. I honestly don't care. You heard it here first, folks. 
What? She doesn't give a shit about the women's division <laughs> I anymore. I don't. But I will say, this Nyla Rose Riho match on the first episode was the match of the night. And yeah, I feel like you can't even fight that because. Why would I want to fight that? People that... in the crowd were fucking on their feet, screaming. It was like perfect wrestling storytelling. A fucking plus. Chef's kiss. Double up on that chef's kiss. Fucking smooch. great match. So that happened. And then we come to the main event of the evening. The Elite. Kenny Omega. Young Bucks. Versus Chris Jericho. And Proud and Powerful. Oh my god. So we have the BTE come out. To the BTE music. Love it. And I gotta say, they look so happy... And so optimistic. And I just feel like everyone's soul has died a little bit in this past year. And why is that? Is it just like the corona? Is it... I feel like it's also they were put in charge of a company and then assholes like us are like criticizing it all the time. But we're not really criticizing... I mean, because let's be honest, this is still far and away the best North American promotion. Definitely. But I feel like that probably gets to you after a while where you're trying to make good stuff and, like, people are always on your ass. But they do make good stuff. Yeah. Or I wouldn't be fucking spending my time talking about it. Yeah. And and you made a good point here with this. Hmm. What this had that kind of dissolved a little bit as the year went on, it has that almost New Japan feel. Yeah. And we need more of that in AEW. So I noticed that when we watched the the uh, All Out, mm-hmm. which we need to do a review of that too, because I felt like when I was watching the matches, like I felt like this kind of feels like New Japan. And that is a good thing. Yeah. Chris- and also, I just want to say Santana Ortiz. Just kiss. I fucking love Santana Ortiz, and they I are- hope one day they're pushed to the top. They are gems. They are fucking gems. So here comes Chris Jericho in the pain maker outfit. Oh, Lord, yeah. He needs to bring that back for special occasions. Yeah. Got that nice little fedora with the spiky jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what do you have to say? Because I'm already ready to get right to, uh, right to the important part. So Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega start, Walls of Jericho... Interrupted by a super kick party. Mm-hmm. And then... Moxley pops up behind Kenny. While he's trying to do the Terminator build-up. And they brawl into the crowd. At one point, Kenny hits him with a moth. As he do. And that grin on Kenny's face. With that mop. <laughs> the life in that boy's soul. Yep. They brawl into like a little fucking furniture area, like a there's little like, lounge. Yeah, there's like fans like eating and stuff. It was yeah, I don't know what that's supposed to be. It was weird, but alright. And uh Kenny gets the old paradigm shift. Right through a glass fucking table. It was such a great visual. God damn. Yeah, that was great. This <sighs> lets Y2J pin Matt Jackson with the Judas effect. Mm-hmm. Gets the win, keeping the champion strong. Cody runs out, 
for the post-match brawl. Sammy runs out. Low blows Cody, I think. Of course. Dustin runs out. Hell yeah. Dustin got such a pop. But Everybody loves not. Dustin Rhodes. It was all for naught because here on the very first Dynamite ever, we have the debut of Jake Hager. And we go off the air with a We the People chant. Oh, I almost threw up. And the inner circle standing tall. Yep. Well, that was it. <laughs> so. I think it was a good show. It was a good show. Let's go over who's the stud and who's the dud. I know who my stud is. My stud of the night has got to be Riho. Riho was the stud of the very first AEW Dynamite. Rio was the stud of the women's division until COVID threw a fucking wrench into things. Dud of the night? I'm going to sadly, with pain in my heart, give it to Brandon Cutler. Brandon Cutler Sorry, bud. is the dud of the night because shit while happens. I think everybody makes mistakes, shit happens, like you said, the track his career has taken since then... <laughs> I mean, he's still, he's got a big part on Dark, so it's not like he's not doing anything. He's but making money. It but... did blow his dynamite yeah. shot. You're, you're never going to really see him get into matches on dynamite now. Like, I mean, Probably even not. this big feud between him and the librarians. Yeah. That's that's on Dark now. But I will say, I almost gave, gave Dud of the Night to Britt Baker. Because when, during that whole amazing match, she said like maybe five words on commentary. You forgot she was even on commentary. And you know, it was because she was playing against type. Because you know she's a... You know she's... I'll be I'll be diplomatic here. Because I don't want the apology podium. You know she's probably a mean girl in real life. Either that or she's just really good at playing one. What do you I don't think? Know. Let us know in the comments below. <laughs> so that's a stunned out of the night. And... Yeah, I thought it was a good episode. And, uh... I hope that light comes back to their eyes a little bit. I feel like watching this, I saw a lot of, like, happy people that don't seem so happy anymore. <laughs> and, uh, it's kind of sad. It's really sad. But I get it. I mean, I'm dead inside. So yeah, when I see other dead inside people, I'm like, okay, I get you. But you're not a rich wrestler on national television. No, I'm just a piece of shit. So you should be sad. I should be dead inside. <laughs> Should we be dead inside? Are we pieces of shit? Let us know in the comments below. <laughs> yeah, so subscribe. Like. Comment. None of you bastards have commented. Why don't you comment? Leave a fucking comment. I know you have fucking opinions you think are important. But they're and not they're correct. not, but they're do not it correct. anyway. You don't call, you don't write. What the fuck? <laughs> and subscribe. If you're listening, just subscribe. Give it a. Give we a, need it. Just give us something. I'm dead side. When you when you subscribe, it's like you're giving us a little kiss, a little smooch. Give us a little smooch. A little smooch right on the head. <laughs> All right, that was the end of that. We'll be back we'll for be next back. Wednesday's dynamite. Wednesday's dynamite, Anna. Until then. Until then. I'm George. I'm Melissa. And this has been correct, correct opinions, opinions on wrestling. wrestling. Ooh, boy. Good night.